Jesus Christ, you don't know the rules? Number one, you can never have sex. Sex equals death, okay? Number two, you can never drink or do drugs. And number three, never, ever, ever, under any circumstances say, I'll be right back. Because you won't be back. I'm getting another beer, you want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back! Come along, everyone! Step right up! Hey, welcome back to House of a Thousand Horrors. This is Jordan. I got my co-host Riley with me. Hey, everyone. What's up? What up? We got a big uh, big one today, a blockbuster, Hackle Lantern. Yeah, Jordan, this is a nice fucking prank, dude. Take one of my picks for uh, yours. Dude, Real this classy. might be... No, I was going to say, this might be the first one we both haven't seen, but that's not true. Really? You've seen this before? No, no, we haven't both seen this. Oh, I got you, I got you. But I don't think we saw Home Sweet Home either. And I'm no. sure. <laughs> uh, surprisingly, this actually had other um, names, titles. It went by Death Mask and Halloween Night as well. Um, it was released March 25th, 1988, and it went direct to video. And that yeah. is <laughs> obvious. Um, right now, you can stream it on, I know Shudder has it. Uh, I'm pretty sure Tubi has it too. Yeah, I watched it on Tubi, actually. Beautiful. That's nice. So it, it is accessible. Uh, it's an hour and 27 minutes. The tagline is, the power is in the blood. And the synopsis of, what, according to when you just Google it, it says, a kindly old grandfather is actually the leader of a mur- murderous satanic cult which sacrifices its victims on Halloween. Uh, I don't know when he was ever kindly, but I'm sure we'll talk about that um yeah when does he sacrifice innocent people dude what is it? jordan when is he can I just kindly? Ask, dude can i boldly ask you what the fuck did you make me watch man well keep what in mind this? dude remember we didn't have a movie picked uh going into last episode so at the very end i was like we try to you know announce the next one and i didn't have anything all i knew is i had seen on shutter hackle lantern and i'm like what is that and it just came into my mind, so I just blurted it out. <laughs> so that was all the thought process that went into it. Dude, this fucking movie felt like so much longer than it needed to be. It's a ride. Well, there it's- really is. There's no <laughs> plot. There's nothing. So the fact that they got an hour and 27 is impressive. That's astonishing as it is already, dude. That is fucking wow. That's I don't- all I can really say. It's funny that like we even care about announcing the next episode because... like. Multiple times now, we've like lied about what the next episode has been, <laughs> and we haven't <laughs> clarified it at all. One time it was Black Christmas, another time it was uh, the Slender Man one. We were gonna do the sequel, and we never even <laughs> said we were supposed we to. We got do- fucking, we got trolled pretty hard, dude. We got trolled. There's apparently some sequel to Slender Man <laughs> we don't know about. It's listed on the IMDb. Yeah, some German motherfucker on IMDb. It has it, get it, as good. Not only is it tied to the actual IMDb of Slender Man. But it also has its own IMDb page, and it just doesn't exist anywhere, that movie. So, you never really it's know. It's a German hood classic, Jordan. I, that's part of the appeal. We might announce a movie, but we ain't doing that. <laughs> Always uh, got you guys guessing. I really want to talk about these stars, dude. Let's welcome these bitches to prime time. <laughs> All right. This is it, Jennifer. Your big break in TV. Welcome to prime time, bitch.
Woo, I'm going to blow your mind right now. Oh, please, dude. This can't be right. It says the budget is $5.5 5 Well, can I be real, dude? This movie has no fucking right looking <laughs> as good as it did for 88. It's fucking yeah. crazy, though. Like, it looks really, really good. I would agree it, at with least, that. I feel like this movie was progressively transforming, like, to become shittier and shittier looking. Because, like, the first, like, 10 to 15 minutes, dude, I was kind of blown away. I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa, hold on. That's what I'm saying, yeah. I'm like, wow, what the fuck? This movie looks really fucking good. Yeah, the first 10, 15 minutes, you're right. Because I was like, wow, this is actually supposed to be a hidden gem. And, like, I really liked the film grain on it, even though back then it was probably, I mean, a necessity rather than just, like, something as an aesthetic choice. But I don't know. I could be just talking out of my ass, but it looked super nice. But as it fucking, like, carried through, it, like, diminished in, like, character, quality, dialogue. The whole, it was a fucking crazy-ass roller coaster, but it was just going up a tiny little hill and then just a steep decline. I think that film grade was a choice, the film grain, um, because that was like supposed to be a flashback. So I don't think it's there once they're older, is it? Oh, it is. Oh, it is? Yeah. Well, because I know film grain is something that occurs when like trying to get proper lighting for night shots. So you could definitely see it like in shadows and like deeper colors and shit like that. But like the whole movie kind of had that film grain, but still. But there was uh, some kind of like. Th- filter some kind of effect i feel like on the we had some shots were way more grainy than others though yeah yeah because some shots didn't really look as grainy as others i liked the when it was back in time or like the original like whatever 10 15 minutes mm-hmm. of the opening that was probably the strongest part because yeah it maybe because of that effect or whatever it really gave it felt like a halloween movie in like the festive sense like the actual holiday and like the Mm -hmm. original halloween it kind of gave me that vibe too bro it tricked us good (laughs) dude it tricked (laughs) me good for a minute threw us for a loop and i think because you really think you're gonna take it serious the first 10 to 15 minutes and that goes right it's like like first impression it like got us good and then all of a sudden just well plot twist it's garbage that was a twist Ooh. Um, the gross we don't have information on because, like I said, it went direct to video. Um, it was filmed in Los Angeles. The writers are the story by uh, credits are for Dave Eisenstark and the screenplay by Carla Robinson and the director hitting it out of the park, Jog Mundra. Yeah, my fucking dude. <laughs> Uh, he started making out low. Started out making um, like low budget horror movies. Uh, I guess his, he started out with the slasher film Open House in 1987. It's like a year before this. <laughs> and this is his second Hollywood film. Um, he's got some very interesting credits. Besides the other ones I'll talk about, he has this movie that like actually looks serious. It's called uh, Bawandar in 2000. And it's like, huh. It's a social commentary and like the government of India and creating awareness against child marriage and all this stuff so it's like oh wow okay so he actually gets into like some real shit yeah that's <laughs> after hack on lantern after hack right that was the setup for it <laughs> <laughs> that was to kind of blow him up get him that clout and then he's gonna just start spitting facts well he clearly has interests because all of his other movies that he's most known for like right after this he just goes on a tear all through the rest of the 80s and the 90s into the early 2000s, he does all like 
sexy, like, what did they call them? Like, erotic thrillers. Oh, I thought you were about to say, like, femme fatales and shit like that. I mean, kind of. But, I mean, this man loves a good tit shot. We'll say that. Oh, dude. <laughs> this whole movie got me. It kept me going. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and that's part of why I appreciate it, too, because, like, there there is some, um, like, he's aware. Art to behold. He knows the movie he's making, in a sense. <laughs> I think, kind of. Maybe. I, I mean, you'd have to be aware. Well, yeah, basically after this, he's just all like murder sex movies, <laughs> thrillers. Nice, nice. Um, R.I.P. though, he actually died in India in September 2011. Oh, shit. Wow, okay. Yeah, so let's not make jokes at his expense, Riley. You're at... Fuck. <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry, guys. Sometimes I pass over the music. I think we got to mention a couple of bangers in this one. Oh, dude, yeah, you want to go straight into the fucking music video we had? Like, dude, after five the minutes? <laughs> yeah. What? The, at that point in the fucking movie, I, I was just asking myself, like, Jordan, where the fuck did you find this? Like, why? Like, Damn, granted, son. I feel like at a couple of times, I'm like, was he really telling the truth when he's never seen this before? Or is he just trying to fuck with me? So when that scene, I was like, ooh, okay, we're in for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> But the very yeah, first, that first 15 minutes, like the music, like that gothic, like like the setup and the text mm-hmm. and everything and the opening credits, like I was like, wow, it, it was like artistic. Super promising. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it was definitely like tricking, <laughs> it tricked us pretty fucking good, man. That had to be a crazy. solid four to five minutes of that like daydream. And the song is literally going, you're the devil, son. <laughs> it's like oh. narrating. <laughs> Just, oh my god, dude! What's well, this kind of clever in retros? But there's, I will say, it was a, it was a cool song. I liked the instrumental. Like, don't get me wrong, it was pretty fucking sick. But like, it just dragged on for so long, so and then just long. Bl- like blatantly calling out the lyrics. I'm just like, dude, '80s were way more fucking creative than that. Don't give me that bullshit. Uh, this is exact same time, dude. This is like literally the the era because. Nightmare on Elm Street 4 came out, like, right around this time. So this is, like, the era when, like, horror movies and music are so tied. Like, got to have, like, Mm -hmm. a music video. Got to have a rock band tied to it. It's just so, like... But I will say, later on, we'll probably get into it, but I did have to go back on some notes because you can can give it clever aspects because they're really setting you up saying, you know, you're the devil, son, about this... Dude, Tommy. So, but that doesn't even make any sense, though. It kind of does. really doesn't. I okay. We'll talk about it in the ending. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, that was just very cringe. The whole narrating well, what you're supposed to be thinking. <laughs> well, speaking about these characters, dude. Let's get into these iconic actors. Oh yeah. It, well, let me say that Devil Sun song though. That was performed by DC Lacroix. And really? just a couple other shouts. We got to give the Against the Law song. It's performed by the Mercenaries. Mm. And I know you don't mean what you say. And Sweet Dreams were both performed by the legendary Greg Haggard. <laughs> so, you know, you got to give the respect is due. Which actor do you want to talk about? Dude, can we talk about uh, Gregory <laughs> Scott Cummins? Tell me. He has like a name. That feels like he should be in a lot more like well known movies or just kind of media. Am I thinking of someone else with the last name of Cummings or 
Uh, maybe like a porn I star. Swear to God, I feel like I've heard that name before through like a lot of different like films. But this dude, I don't know about you, dude. But as soon as we like had that fade from the past into the present, I that dude Tommy just looked fucking goofy. I don't know that casting call. The older Tommy. Yeah, the older Tommy, he looked like a fucking 40-year-old playing as a fucking, I, I would assume. Like, how old are they supposed to be? It's 13 years after their father dies, and they're like, what, six? So they're well, supposed to be like... I know, what's her name? Vera is 18, and she's the yeah, youngest. Yeah, and then Roger's like, what, 19, 20 even? Yeah. And then I guess Tommy's like 21, 22, yeah. living in his mom's basement. I mean, they, it's hard because they all look way too <laughs> old, but also... The 80s, man, like people just, they just look older too. So it's like, it's hard to see. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to be too hard on it, but definitely like Tommy was rough. Well, they like, made him like the hunk is what they like yeah. look for. But like, I don't know, dude, later in shots, they show him working out when Roger's trying to talk to him and shit, but like he's only kind of lifting dumbbells, like small <laughs> ones and shit and doing like three pull-ups. And he's like, what do you want? He's like, we're just trying to come in, man. He's like, it's open. He's like, okay. He's like, what? Is mom in there? He's like, no. He's like, okay. Like, he hates his mom for whatever reason. They make him but, yeah, such no, a the, douche. The character of Tommy, great. I don't know, man. Mr. Cummins is a... Uh, he feels... He, it's weird, dude, because he definitely looks like somebody that would be in a lot more iconic roles. But I guess this is his magnum opus, hack lantern He definitely has that look. Uh, well, all these actors, these are their magnum opus. Except for Grandpa. We'll save the best for last or Grandpa. Oh, dude. <laughs> um, Holy shit. The only people on IMDb, and there's a lot of like actors listed, the only people on IMDb that even have a picture are Grandpa, who's High Pike, Tommy, who's Gregory Scott Cummins, Nora as, uh, is it Gina Fine? I think, and she was going by Angel Rush back then, I think. <laughs> and then you got Carrie, who has like couple minutes in the movie played by maria grant gant maria gant those are the only four out of all the actors listed that even have a picture or like stuff listed on there <laughs> um do you want to talk about anyone else i mean i guess i can do i have stuff on carrie i think the only one i really want to talk about is grandpa i was about to say dude it's tommy and grandpa because those are like the two those are the two characters well it dude yeah let's just get into grandpa the mom this does too though movie Actually, the mom, I mean, she's played by Katina Garner. She's got some, like, funny roles where she's Mother Speed in the movie Rollerblade in 1986. She's Hillary's mother in Cannibal Hookers in 1987. And what she, is that? I would love to know. That might be, have to be an episode we do. Dude, and, sounds like episode 16 to me, dude. <laughs> she's also plays Bimbo in L.A. Goddess and plays a blonde in Hollywood Horror House. <laughs> when did LA Goddess come out? Oh, that's the only one I didn't put down. I know Hollywood oh. Horror House is 1970. <laughs> so like 1970, wow. Yeah. But okay. all the other ones I think were around this time within a couple of years of 1988. Mm, okay. But yeah, let's talk about Gramps. Also High Pike. Gosh, yeah, man. man. Fuck, do you, I mean, do you just want to take over for Gramps? I feel like I covered Tommy pretty well. So my first impression was, well, the voice is what just completely throws me off. I'm like, what is this? Uh, I had someone someone on Rotten Tomatoes said the funniest thing 
where they were like, if you want to see Divine from the John Waters movies, I don't know if you know that it is. It's like a big trans man plays as a woman. He's like, if you want to mm. see Divine um, talk like shit, who does he say? I can't remember. But it was very, uh, um, oh, like it's playing Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, okay, dude. <laughs> I wanted to fucking say that. I was like, in the beginning, his voice, it was so different. And I was like, huh. My like, dude, I'll be real. My genuine first like initial reaction to this dude is like, you do not look like a grandfather. You literally look like a man in your 40s. Well, they gave him that wig in the beginning with the black hair. He looked like Mike yeah. Myers. Not the killer Mike Myers, like uh, Austin Powers Mike Myers. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. And then he really? talks like this. But he's got a lisp. He's like, yeah, brother, it's uh, the powers of the blood. <laughs> he has a <laughs> strong lisp, though, and I think it's a choice. May- I, dude, I don't know, but I saw this dude, and I'm like, you don't even look like a grandfather. You literally look like you could be a 40-year-old house father that's that movie magic man they de-aged that movie magic got me dude this movie's full of fucking tricks but no treats that's for sure dude (laughs) dude did he smoke a million cigarettes Mm. why is his like this but he's got like the list he was born in 1935 so all right my notes were this (laughs) dude is acting his ass off but you know what? I actually mm. give him credit because looking through his bio, first of all, he's by far the biggest actor, not even close. <laughs> he's played in he's in Blade Runner as the bar. Yeah, owner. I saw that. Yeah, like he's got small roles in a like bunch of big movies. He's in uh, Vamp in nineteen eighty six. But in his like bio section of IMDb, he it, he says like it specifically says. He is like whole thing is that he eats up the scene like that's his whole goal in every movie he's in is to like <laughs> so like that was a choice he's purposely just being crazy ridiculous because he is he eats up every scene you're like what is going on <laughs> it says he's specialized in manic hysterical and borderline insane characters going out of his way <laughs> to steal every scene he appeared in <laughs> I mean. By God, dude, he fucking did it. Gosh, I mean, yeah. What a <laughs> it gives me more respect that it was his goal. Oh well, yeah. I mean, he definitely seemed like the person that was definitely self aware of his assets. Yeah, I mean, he yeah, makes like, the he, movie. he knew what he was doing, dude. He knew how iconic he was. Because if he wasn't doing that, this movie would be a lot more forgettable. I think, dude. If this he... whole fucking movie is like. <sighs> I rewatched it like today and I, and I still was just kind of like getting lost with all that fluff in between lost in the sauce, dude. I am getting lost in all that fucking high pike sauce. <laughs> it's fucking dude. Like I, I really couldn't t- like the only way I could tell genuinely if something was like fluff or not in this movie was just if high pike was in it. Like if he was in it, I was like, all right, dude, we're getting back into like the story here. No yeah. more segues into like, Necrotic sex and graveyards and threatening to shoot children and laughing about it. Love it. Dude, this... It's just so fucking baffling to me, dude, how, like, literally this movie opened up really strong and then just 
through sheer time like you could see the fucking facade melt away and you're like wow what the fuck am i watching dude this is not at all the movie i thought i was going to be watching it almost um it's kind of makes it more memorable because they lull you into a <laughs> false sense of security and then they hit you upside the head they're like oh you thought it was going to be this was art nah <laughs> we clowning <laughs> it was real central clown hours in this movie. I just also wanted to ask you so badly, why do they stick with Hacko Lantern? Because oh. you think that lanterns are going to be important in the beginning, in the opening. Yeah. But literally. But yeah, the grandpa's just a fucking, like a, a pumpkin driver. But he, <laughs> he only does that twice in the fucking movie. And it's like, all right, this Satanist has got a, early, a real good knack for Halloween spirit. That actually really bothered me. I'm not going to lie. Because yeah, Hacko Lantern, you're like... Okay, you just I don't like when they pick a clever little pun name. That's fine. And then don't do anything about nothing. it. Nothing. It has no bearing. There's nothing about Halloween nothing about pumpkins. I guess Halloween, yeah, but not about it's not even really a slasher. So Yeah, know. not even. It's just a fucking it's like a weird like student film. Dude, when I was watching this movie, this like dead ass brought back like suppressed memories of me like uh, in my like film crew in my film class, just going around like our college campus, fucking around, like just all right, this will be good. Like you can write something shot. half this good, dude. D- no, this, but I'm just saying, this bro. This gem. This seemed like what we could have accomplished if we stuck together. Well, I feel like we could have gotten to this degree. That's the hardest part. The hardest part for me with low budget is really just the acting it takes you so far. Dude, out this of was it. not low budget. <laughs> this is five That's million dollars, Jordan. <laughs> This is a fucking... How did he get that money? I don't know, dude. That That's another thing entirely, man. I... Fuck. I don't really trust that, though. I mean, you can never trust the budgets, but specifically for this, $5.5 5 there's no way. What would it be on? Well, also, notice how, uh, I guess, to, to shock you even more, it's kind of like trick-or-treat. Uh, there's no, like, on-screen kills, quote-unquote, like... Anytime they stabbed someone, it was off screen. Oh, that's a different. That's see, that's what makes it so low budget. That wasn't a choice, though. They couldn't pull <laughs> yeah. it off. I don't know, dude. Well, let me With finish. Five million in your pocket. I will finish. A I'll, lot of creative decisions. I want to uh, finish the high pike thing so we can actually get into the. Meat oh of yeah, it. please, please. Sorry. Uh, no, you're good. During the eighties, <laughs> his acting career slowed down, and he moved over to TV commercials, uh, making only occasional film appearances. His last larger part to date was in the horror movie Hack a Lantern. And he's now living in Los Angeles and is still performing as a comedian at clubs and parties. He passed away, Jordan. Really? That's what I was he wondering. He passed away September 28th, 2006. Oh, okay. So that must be really... <laughs> I thought <Dude>. it was. <laughs> well, he passed away in Los Angeles, California, yeah. but Well, not 2006 because it said he uh, contributed to a movie in 2007, but maybe that was just an old interview they put in. Maybe. Oh. But yeah, no, I, I was just looking at his lore. Yeah, he finished out, you know, making people laugh, which is what he does best. Hey, man, you know what? He did a damn good job for a movie that wasn't doing so hot. Hell yeah! Well, respect because he went so hard. Like I'm saying, if we had all just the bad dialogue of all the other characters and not him, gosh, it would be a lot rougher. Yeah, no, for real. Like, honestly, like, goose and giggles aside, like, this man kind of carried it a little bit. Like, for sure. Just perfor- the performance in it all was what made this movie enjoyable. And that fucking, the symbol, wh- what the fuck was this supposed to be? Just like, <laughs> the whole uh, two, like the, the middle, horns. and then the, 
Yeah, that the Satan, ring in the middle well, finger. That's Satan. Don't interrupt the sacrament. The ceremony. It's not nature. It's not. Well, you know one thing that would have made him even more scarier? Maybe. What is it, Jordan? I mean, what's the Halloween tradition? Black cats and goblins. <sighs> Shit. So when you're 10, are you sleeping with the lights on with this one? Yeah, I'd fall asleep through the movie. <laughs> like, because there's so much dead air in between. Like, because to be honest, again, like this movie kind of opened up and still a little bit throughout. It got worse, but it didn't turn horrible. Like a lot of the shots were just really pretty looking, you know? Yeah, and I so, assume like, it's, it's going to be a slow burn if it's the 80s, you know? Yeah, so definitely if, you know... Being at a young age, 10, dude, I, I would definitely probably fall asleep <laughs> during this movie. Not scaring you? No. It's no. so not scary at all. <laughs> no. Not even slightly scary. I love one scene in particular where, um, and it kind of, I don't know if it like grossed me out or if I was just pissed off, where <laughs> clearly when, when, uh, what's your name? I think Beth and Roger are having sex on top of that grave. Yeah. Like, first of all, that's the fucking dumbest shit I've ever seen. Like, I don't know. It's super fucking weird. Just having sex in a cemetery, like, on top of someone else's grave, first that's of all. Hot, bro. What are you talking about? I don't know. I just, maybe I never experienced it, dude. I had to relieve Gotta myself after that cemetery. One. Check that shit out. But <laughs> the fact that, like, he's got both of his hands on her, and she's trying to hold his hand. Yeah, and she's like, "Your hands so cold." I'm like, "Dude, you do you not feel the two other hands on your body? Like, <laughs> completely unfuck, unself aware of anything." So wait, how does that apply at all, though? The person, like a zombie, who the is zombie? That? Yeah, that's someone coming out of the grave. What? That hand was coming out of the grave. No, it just wasn't fully buried. No, she was pulling it out of the grave. Unbeknownst to her, but wasn't it alive? No. Oh, okay. No. Well, no. But the fucking when the body came out of the ground after like uh uh what what's the what's the younger sister's name Vera? Yeah. Yeah, Vera. She's like, oh, what, what's gonna be at the end of this hand? And she's like, I didn't bury it. Stop it. <laughs> the fucking exchange, and she pulls out the dead body of uh, what what was his name? What was the boyfriend of Vera's name? Brian. Like. Brian, yeah, she pulled up Brian Griffin's fucking body <laughs> from the cemetery. Oh, okay. He's fucking smirking and shit. Like, the body's smirking. Like, the dude's laughing at the like his own scene, which Dude. I found pretty funny. Like, what? This movie got really funny halfway through. It did. It got so ridiculous. <laughs> it got so cheesy, but... I guess I, I didn't just put like, that Dude, together. Even this guy can't keep his composure. Is it dead body? Well, I'm still learning new things about this movie, man. I need to... Keep rewatching, cause bro, you got it. Yeah, you got to rewatch it a second time, like me, dude. I rewatched it today, like right before the episode, so I got like all this fresh new information. But you, you look away for one second, you miss something. That's when it's <laughs> one of those movies. Yeah, through the hour of fluff, <laughs> look away for a minute, you're gonna lose like a lot of important plot. Well, you're just not a fan of like people like Quentin Tarantino and stuff. Like people call it fluff that dialogue, <laughs> but that's like it's fun, it's snappy, it's witty, it's like it's it's topical, it's pop culture, man. You don't get that, man. I don't. It's just it's, it's a difference of age, Jordan. You need jump scare, jump scare, jump scare. It's like, I well, do. let the scene breathe. Let them talk. Let's learn about these characters. 
And that's where we're going to disagree. I just can't even. Sounding really dated right now, Jordan. Let's talk about the uh, killers, plural. Well, here's the thing, though. I mean, if you realistically think about it, dude. Well, actually, no. Okay, so here's how I see it. Tommy was the one that killed the girl that he was into, right? I don't think Tommy killed anyone. Well, because he was like the quote-unquote only one with that like devil mask. Oh, you know what? It depends. See, I would actually have to go back. I knew this would bite me because I feel like I really needed to rewatch again because they they differentiated between the two devil masks. One was wearing a yeah. tie. One was wearing like the lumberjack shirt. So I'd have to see if that killer. Well, the lumberjack shirt was a uh, grandpa. Yeah. So was he wearing and then a, the other a lumberjack? one? Well, but at the end you get that plot twist where it was the mom that was the other one. Right. At the party, she's the but one with the tie. That, on. Yeah. So before, before that, that though, what, was he wearing I think a tie? It was Tommy. No, it was just like he was in the cloak. He was just like in the black outfit, like that, like the Tommy outfit. Oh, I think that's grandpa. Is it grandpa? That's what I wanted to say was grandpa, but then like later you see that grandpa's just driving pumpkins and shit like that. Damn, this movie's still throwing us. It's weird. It's it's deep. This movie goes a lot deeper than we thought, dude. We were shitting on it, but yet we weren't paying attention. Ugh. Well, I you know Scream (laughs) totally ripped this movie off with the multiple killers. Oh, for real, dude. Uh, A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, well, for now we do, dude. Now we can spread that message. How did Grandpa kill Bill the dad? Telepathic. He didn't. No, the there was a cultist behind him that whacked him. Fucking cracked his head in from the back. Oh. I thought yeah. he was Oh, did his... you think like the weird fucking hand signs he was <laughs> yeah. doing and just knocked him out? I thought that for, at first, but then you see like little cultist hood behind him. Oh, okay. And then, like when he falls to the hay, you see that like blood kind of smear. Okay. And but uh like what's he trying to do here? <laughs> what the really? dad? Like ugh. This probably will bleed over into other segments, but like, gosh, we're going to talk about it at some point, but like, what is the grandpa really trying to do? I don't know. We, we never got to find out. He was killed before his time. I, I think what he was trying to do was like, what I assumed the entire movie was just Tommy was like the designated vessel for the devil. And so like the whole sacrifice bullshit that they were going to do, like the whole, what was it? Like the blood sacrament? Yeah, I think like is what he dubbed ceremony. it was going to be like him like possessing Tommy and like having a physical vessel or some shit. But, but why? No, but why was he grooming him? Like to be the one, basically. I I don't think he wants to kill him. No, he no, he doesn't want to kill him, but he just wants like a proper vessel or some shit. And like, I don't know. We we don't see any supernatural shit happen in this. No, like, nothing. I'm fine with that, though. But then, like, what's the whole, like, Satanist shit if, like, nothing's going to happen? Like, literally nothing happened. It's so thrown together. It really has no <laughs> clue what... It's just, like, referencing. Like, all they have to do is say Satan and not actually say do why. Do anything about it. Like, just be really vague. The power is in the blood. For what? <laughs> <laughs> For what, though? Yeah, how... Okay, so, like, how the fuck... Does does Tommy? How is he the son of the devil? That that doesn't make any sense. 
Well, I almost feel like that's a misdirection. Well, yeah, because Bill is not the devil. Anything. Well, be- but that's the thing, though, too. What I thought they were trying to go with was that oh, when when the dad uh like because apparently everybody fucking knows what the grandpa's like cultist barn is. Oh like, yeah, that, that's just a given. That's yeah. the old Satan barn down, down yeah. on three hundred four. <laughs> yeah, it's the old Satanist barn, you know. <laughs> yeah, right off and Highway so, sixty four. Like, you take a left, Satan bar, Satan bar, Satan barns <laughs> right there, right past the old uh, rusty mill. Well, you know, dude, back in Cali eighty eight, you know, they were all over the place, dude. So that's yeah. where that's where I was confused. Like, how do you know panic, which one's dude. yours? That's true. Well, I think See? one guy rents them out. It's kind of like a storage unit things. So you got a bunch of satanic barns, but you have an order that, or a, uh, sorry, a number that corresponds to it, so you know. What, what, is this your first time fucking talking about cultist barns, dude? You all right? Yeah, you just got to remember which number is your Satan bar. Barn. I keep calling it bar. <laughs> dude, come on, man. Barn. Barn. But yeah, no. So, like, anyways, uh, fucking grandpa is just like, you think he's yours? And it's like, oh, is that going to... And then he's like, well, he's mine. And it's like, dude, no, what? Well, if he's the son of the devil, just say he's not your kid. It's the devil's kid. And like, let, well, so son of the devil would imply that Bill, the dad that gets murked right off the right out of the gates, is the devil since he's the son of the devil. But well, you no, just said I, that. I, no, but what you just... Well, what, no, I'm saying the son of the devil thing is implying that Tommy is the son of the dad who gets killed. But... Remember the grandpa rapes her on her wedding day, so is is it his son? Is Tommy his son? No, we don't know, dude. We you think grandpa pulled out? Well, no, because I mean, Tommy would have autism. <laughs> like no, like he'd actually be just be fucking deformed. I, like no, that's no, what they don't want to tell you. It, what it is is because like in mythology and shit like that, I'm pretty sure like the devil can like choose to just impregnate anybody he wishes so like he probably got the mom knocked up before her and bill got it on and then so they just thought that bill got her pregnant that's what i'm saying like you, but it's the grandpa's kid well no he's saying he's it's he's his like he's using tommy for the vessel or whatever but the why fuck would whole blood okay why would they throw in that the grandpa raped her and also they want to make him like a really scary villain but also remember he only cares about tommy so it's in his blood. Well, plot oh, twist, not really. Roger. Yeah. See, I feel like this was their intention. That was just a fucking bullshit. That dude, that was a gross ass way to be like, oh, surprise. Like, no build up, literally nothing. Wait, did you know this the whole time? Because I'm just now putting this together. What? That Roger was the son of the grandpa? He wasn't, though. What? He's not the son of the grandpa either. What do you want about? Yeah, because he tells Roger the power is in the blood, meaning his blood. Dude, he can be... Re- <laughs> no. That's the only no, way no, that no, makes no. sense. No. Well, okay. For, first of all, first of all, first of all, power in the blood. He's there. No, they're not going to do an incest thing about this because, again, like literally Roger would be retarded. Why would they like, throw that of, in there, though? Because <laughs> it's the grandfather's blood from the mom... To then have Bill and... Like, it's just fucking random bullshit but thrown son in there, of the There's devil, nothing deep about it. Huh? That's what I thought until now, but son of the devil doesn't mean anything if they're the sons of Bill who gets killed. It actually applies, though, because they're, well, no, they're what setting I, what you I up. I think it, the sons of the devil would... It, like, you're, you're giving them way too much credit. It Jordan. makes sense, though. Listen, they're setting it okay. up when... T- 
Tommy is listening to that music and has that whole four minute daydream music video. <laughs> they're playing yeah. son is the son of the devil, right? They're yeah. doing that. So they're saying, Oh, Tommy's the son Killed of the devil. Way, yeah. He's an asshole. Okay. And then we find out like very not long after that, oh, he also raped her on her wedding day. Okay. So we're implying that Tommy's the son of the devil who is who's the devil guy, the grandpa. And then that's the twist. It actually, because when he's dying, Roger's over him and he says, the power's in the blood. And then the whole twist is he turns around. It's him. He's the son of the devil. It makes sense. It's the only way any but, of those lines make sense. here's the thing, though. Why would he call himself the master? Because the, the grandpa literally calls the devil the master. Like, we have to please the master and his son. Well... Like they're still the de- he's not literally the devil the grandpa but so he's the metaphorical devil yeah no like, but he's saying that Tommy and by extension Roger are literally like the son of the devil like I feel like literally the son of the devil all it is what they're trying to do okay well what the movie's trying to convey is probably that they are like literally the son of the devil but what this movie leads it off to be is that oh they're just gonna be well we don't even know what the fucking ritual was we still don't even really know. It's just like, yeah. all we know is that he's going to get crazy power. But what I would assume by that is just like, yeah, the devil takes over. Like, that's just going to be his new host or whatever the fuck. Um, but I'm telling you, I, this way actually makes the no. movie make sense. But no, dude. Because okay, then what does powers dude. in the blood mean? It means nothing. It, yeah, you're right. That's it. It just means nothing. It literally means nothing. It's just to add like that level of cult is crazy. Trust me, talk. going into this, this always happens. Going into this, that's all I was saying. Like, oh, these stupid little twists, they mean nothing. Now, because they, they don't know, <laughs> don't fall for it. But the power they already is got in you the once blood. in that ten minute opening. Why would they throw in that? They're throwing in the rape, the mom, just because he's a bad guy to make him a villain. Yeah, to make him a bad guy. But what because makes the whole movie? We think he's a cool grandpa. Why would he ever be evil? What about what I'm saying? Doesn't make sense though. You just don't. You're not. Okay. You don't want to give them that much credit. I think they obfuscated it with all that random stuff, so like you forget. Because I forgot about the mom rape thing until now. So, like, they have too much loose ends going on that I don't think they got their intentions across. But I think it actually gives context to those, the, really, the only plot they give you. If you think about it. Hmm. Sure, I don't Damn, know, man. I wish we could call up. I forgot his name, Roger. <laughs> Fuck. What's yeah, this? I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but I either way, man, uh, I guess. Jog. <laughs> jog moon jog. the whole the whole scare though i would would you say it's the cult i guess it's a guy in the mask because <laughs> like also i wanted to say too i thought the mask would have been a lot cooler if you didn't see the eyes of the person oh could you yeah i didn't like that you, he looked way too much like a fucking yeti but like if it just had like a cool like kind of blue like how it shows in the poster just like blue eyes or something like that. The first, but the Halloween night poster is actually sick. I don't know if you've seen that one. Yeah. That one's cool. Uh, the one they ended up going with, Hackalander, I don't think it was good. But that just shows you, like, this is, like, exactly that time frame of them just, like, <laughs> well, we got to have a cool poster, have a cool art, make it sound like a crazy slasher, and then just throw whatever. Dude. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> I'm really, what? like, 
trying to sell you on this though, dude. These things actually I'm, have I'm not buying it. No, dude. Only because you're frustrated with it. Random babble thrown in there just to make it seem uh so much more complex than it really is. I don't even think it's that literally. complex though. They just didn't explain it well. Because no, the tagline in the movie there. is the power is in the blood, and that's what he says with his dying wish to Roger. So what's it, what does he mean? And then, like, right after that is when he turns around, and that's the reveal. So the power is in the blood. It's him. It's Roger. It, it, it makes no sense. Literally, is like they just threw random scenes in if you don't have that context. <laughs> Which I, I, I have a hard time believing that. That seems too crazy. I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. Uh, I feel like we're grasping at straws here, but can we talk about the uh, iconic weapon that was used for only like one kill? What, the pitchfork? Yeah. Literally, I I was like, that's so corny. The devil (laughs) is using a pitchfork. (laughs) I was like, well, here, dude, he he switches from like a pitchfork to like a, a hybrid. He uses a fucking like a pitch hoe. Oh, a hoe. yeah, that's his weapon. It's like um, no, a it's hoe like a is like a three-bladed hoe. You mean a rake? No, a rake is like five. <laughs> this says three. No, but a hoe has like the thing. It's like a yeah, it goes down. Yeah. Oh, it's like we'll a call pronged. it a, a rake hoe then. Oh, I guess I didn't even. Remember. It was like a hybridized. Uh, it was like a trident, but built like a hoe, like a farming utensil. There probably is a genuine word for it, and it probably is a rake. But I'm just gonna call it a pitch hoe. It wasn't thick enough to like be scary. It was like it looked like like ow, that hurts kind of thing. It literally looks like a Halloween night <laughs> party, co- like a party store prop. The the points are so small. And but that that kill though, dude, on the couch. Um, what's Fucking her name? Lame, Nora. <laughs> Yeah. I'm trying to think what even happens here. Oh, do you want me to just tell you? What, what, she like gets it in her throat, right? J- j- literally, like, imagine this, right? Tries acting all sexy because, like, her goth BF is dressed up in, like, a goofy-ass costume. Lays down, opens her neck up. Fucking slaps her in the neck with the pitchfork and she dies. That's it. She doesn't even struggle. She's just like, oh, like that's it. I could save it for the trope, but I'm just so annoyed. I do it more than once in this movie of Mm. the having a conversation with the killer thing. Like, oh, you know who it is in the mask. So I'm just going to talk to you like uninterrupted for minutes without a response because I know who you are. Wait, what? Like that whole... Okay. Oh, 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 the whole sequence of her... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They do it more than once. Yeah, he... Some person in a mask just pops up beside her, outside her window, and she's like, oh, Tommy, oh, Tommy, you want a drink? Blah, blah, blah. Saying all this stuff, like having a conversation with them. They're not responding. They're just standing there in the hallway, and it's just so annoying to me. (laughs) Like, okay, you're not even gonna... Like, hey, this person is responding. That's weird. Like, it's the most unnatural... Like, it's not even acting. It's just terrible writing on that part. And the reason why I thought it was Tommy that was actually in the costume is because he looks really tall in that shot. Oh, I think they just had terrible stunt doubles. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I, I don't know. Either way, th- this movie, dude, it, it's just, wow. <laughs> it's a fucking trip and a half just going through it. 
And, like, now actually talking about it rather than just, like, oh, just only watching it. Because, like, I, I tried. My first time, I I was there a little bit mentally, physically all the way. But, like, this second watch, dude, I... No, I had no. I, by I then. just skipped around. I knew by then it was going to be what it was because, like, by then you had already had, like, the convenience store interactions and stuff, mm, and the, mm-hmm. the grandpa just pops up as he's referencing Dude, him. <laughs> you know the, the amount of ADR used for shots that do not need it? Oh, yeah. That's rough. It's fucking weird. It was so weird. Like, that whole fucking, uh, like you just said, that convenience store shot with them all at the fucking... The kids. Yeah, all the kids quotes, and shit. kids. They're like 30. Yeah. And they're all talking and their lips are all out of sync. Yeah. And it's it's just like, dude, what? What What the fuck do you need to like block out? What, what sound is coming from the set that you can't literally just cover up or whatever it, it was weird it was just weird seeing how much adr was used for shots that were like close-ups well and, i like, knew too that there was gonna be a bunch of kills i i mean they kind of had some i thought there was gonna be even more because they just kept introducing people so i'm like oh they're about to just start whacking people because we're not getting to know any of these people they just keep bringing up new people i love the only character we really see that gets killed that actually has like that that like quote-unquote introduction is brian yeah and yeah like literally the rest of the people that die are just one-off people that you don't even know like the one girl that flirts with roger at the party right before she goes in the bathroom and shit and gets yeah stabbed oh well then we have a uh what's her face um beth yeah but that also dies we don't even know uh brian we just know like we really only have the other interaction with him is when he finds out that her grandpa vera's grandpa is hitting on her (laughs) Yeah, like, which actually makes know. sense though. If the power is in the blood, he's trying to he's into incest because the power is in the blood. You have to keep it in the bloodline. So he wants to bang his granddaughter too. Yeah. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I, you know what? To be fair, you're, you're slowly convincing me, but but that whole interaction of like, hey, back off, buddy, because he's being like creepy towards his you. Got a problem, bro? And then he's like, oh, it's just her grandpa. Oh, he can say weird shit like that to you. He's like, it's fine. Our family's uptight. Don't mind him. Nothing personal. He's like, oh, I don't think he likes me now. Like, good. Like, why would you want this pedophile like you? We're incest <laughs> pedophile. And also, why the fuck is Tommy so pissed off at this dude trying to, like, hook up with uh, Vera? Who? Because when he catches them in the bedroom, Brian and Vera. Oh, well, he's getting jelly because he knows the power's in the blood, man. <laughs> Well, shit, okay. All right. Why do you think that's fair. the tagline, man? Because it's so important. The power is in the blood. Dude. I, no. Actually, there was like a fake Tommy kill in that uh, sequence, like the music video sequence. Oh, yeah. That one just random chick just fucking lasering everyone. Oh, the lasers, them. dude. How did we forget about that? Oh, well, that's... That was pretty cool. Like being the CGI part. <laughs> Um, gosh, there's so much. Like, I don't know. Like, a lot of this rolls into each other, but if we're still talking about some of the kills, I mean, there's... We should probably get into the corn syrup a bit. Yeah, I mean, I have thoughts Cause... about all these kills, too, though. <laughs> I mean, uh, we pretty much literally nailed down. Like, they have no ability, no power. I mean, incest is one. That's a, that's a powerful trait. So there's incest. There's a pitchfork hoe. I, I will say, and, 
like Beth and Vera are actually the only like good characters actually them together because they're mm-hmm. kind of they're actually that reminds me very much of Halloween with uh, Laurie Strode and Annie they have that same kind of dynamic mm-hmm. and I <laughs> I like how in that scene though in the bathroom there's just a pale like corpse it's a non-moving person their eyes are wide open on the toilet and they're like someone can't handle their punch <laughs> they're just oh, chilling as this lifeless person with the eyes wide open and pale <laughs> oh it's so <laughs> that border there's so, there's some sun, scenes that are like intentionally i think funny though it's like it mm-hmm. blurs the line a lot between like campy corny cheesy and like intentionally funny mm. to kind of like I think that's kind of the the Stockholm syndrome of watching this movie where like you kind of lose track of what's intentional and what's not. Well, I prefer that though if it's going to be like a low budget movie or like a bad movie cuz then it's like bad movies that are trying to be funny and aren't are really bad. Or if they're trying to take it too serious and it's just a bad movie that also sucks, but if like you can't really tell it's uh, you know what it is since this guy's Indian, it's almost like a Bollywood dude. It's like a Bollywood movie. <laughs> like it's just ridiculous, dude. Yeah, and it, it's just so. It, it's honestly kind of fucking amazing to me. Again, just how like literally that that just that opening of the movie seriously tricks you, where like you're like, okay, wow, this is a very fucking pretty movie, and like <laughs> the setups there, like everything's all here, like. Like what could go wrong? And of course, as soon as you ask that, we get a time skip, get that fucking badass music video. A few minutes later, and you're just like, "Wow!" So this is what we're doing now. This is really what we're watching. I think I figured it out on that first, the kill of the dad. That's when it's like, "Oh man!" <laughs> but yeah, I, I think you're right. Let's talk about some corn syrup though, because that is yeah, definitely it, what they used. Grandpa says the taste of blood's good for you. I wonder if all this blood is just corn syrup, you know, like these characters are walking around with just corn syrup in their veins, you know? Let's get a shot here. Oh, oh, God. Oh, oh God, that's blood. So I got my kill count as, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I got a seven. I got Bill, yeah. Nora, uh, Brian, got the shovel in the head, Carrie, knife in the back, Beth, Grandpa and mom. <laughs> What's your favorite one, though? Probably the shovel in the head. Yeah, I feel. I feel like genuinely, out of every kill that we got, I think that was the one that they put the most effort into for special effects. Because I mean, it looked pretty good. Yeah, it did. It, it did really look good. Uh, that was one of the few kind of saving graces for, I guess the. It was at the middle that we got that kill. Yeah, right before the climax. Yeah, I I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I think I would say that was the best one. I mean, if we're talking effects, Nora is after that though, because all the other ones are really bad. <laughs> I mean, there's I just, so much to talk about too in terms of the <laughs> that special effects, <laughs> like. And kind of what you're saying, they're all off-screen kills, but it's not an intentional off-screen kill. What it is oh, is... Oh, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, they just kind of pull it, it off because it would be like, okay, I'm going to stab you, so you see that motion of the stabbing, cut. Then cut away. Yep. Yeah. And then, oh, now they're <laughs> dead. Every single kill was like that. 
And then you got the those cool looking lasers. Oh, dude, fuck yeah. I mean, again, we got another big franchise piggybacking off of fucking Hack Lantern. We got Star Wars, like That's what right, I dude, thought. You're really gonna, yeah, you're really gonna think you're gonna plagiarize that and not get caught, dude? Really? George Lucas just changed it to red, dude. Like, yeah, we know yeah, that's from Hack Lantern. Dude. The green laser bullets. <laughs> fucking yeah, oh, close. how creative. You turned that fucking JPEG of a laser into a weapon. Wow. That's the problem with these cinephiles, like, you know, George Lucas and stuff. They've seen so many movies, like, I don't, I don't want to hold it against him, but, like, whether he knows it or not, he's directly ripping off. Wes Craven, another one, with Scream, the two killers. Like, we know you saw Hack-A-Lantern, dude. Bro, get the fuck out of here. Seriously. <laughs> Fake-ass movie fans, bro. That's what I got to say. I, another reason why this also makes me feel like they're in on it is because of how much just gratuitous boob shots there are. <laughs> Like, he knows what kind of That's movie. just to sell. It makes me think it's that. It's just to sell the movie, dude. <laughs> it switch, It changes my mind, actually, that there really is no plot probably at the end of the day because he's really just trying to, like, get some kills in there, get some boobs in, and call it a day. Yeah, because I just kind of realized, too, right right before we got into corn syrup, I remembered the quote. Remember when uh, Tommy cuts his finger or cuts whatever the fuck he cut in the flashback? And he's, like, sucking on the blood, and she's like, you're supposed to wash it. And he, she, he's like, oh, but Grandpa told me to eat blood. Like, it's good for you. Like, Grandpa's a sick fuck. Yeah. He likes a quick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, it, it's, dude, this, this fucking movie, it, I, yeah, I, I really do feel the same way about that. Like, there just really is no plot other than, like, yeah, let, let's just do a lot of, like, Halloween party scenes. A lot of we get that. that like fucking dragged out like four to three minutes. No, I think it's like more than that. It's like five minutes of this random belly dancer dancing with like snakes and shit. Yep. Were those snakes even real, dude? I feel like I they were. Real, I thought right? they were about to do I, the snake look real. I thought they were about to make that tarantula be real. Where she? Did. Yeah. I was like, no. yeah, dude. <laughs> that seriously, when that fucking thing came on and you saw it like shuffling and shit. Dude. I was like, no, they didn't. Then it would be a student film. It looks like... Yeah, then it would be a fucking bad film. I, you know, I don't know what... I forgot what specific point I went from, where, like, being like, okay, this may, this movie might still have some hope, to then just like, dude, it's all downhill. Like, nothing's gonna be right. I, I forgot at what point in this movie that I thought that, but it was honestly probably halfway through it where I was like, dude, I'm I'm... I'm signing off. I can't anymore. The tarantula was a good fake out too because it's really the first practical effect we get. So I was thinking it's yeah. really just her friend, whatever her name is, messing with her, like moving a tarantula around, but you don't see her yeah. hand. So like the movie is trying to get you to think there's actually a tarantula, but it's actually just someone moving it. But so it, it like, it really like throws you off for a second. Like, no, are they trying to make this mm-hmm. look real? That's rough. Yeah, dude. No, like seriously. Like when you don't see the hand and everything, and all you see are the bubbles and shit. I'm like, do not even fuck. Do not even fucking try it, dude. <laughs> like I was, I was saying out loud watching this. I'm thinking, don't fucking try it. Seriously, if you say that that's real, fuck off. Well, I also love the obvious like stunt doubles. Like when the grandpa does the sword fight. Oh yeah, and he's all <laughs> he's all of a sudden like super limber. 
He like puts his mask mm-hmm. back on, of course, so you can't see there's actually oh, yeah. a much younger actor under there, like hopping backward up the stairs, sword fighting. <laughs> Dude, yeah, and he was fighting. Wasn't like, weren't they fighting with like a prop sword too? Like in the movie, didn't he just take some dude's prop sword? I don't know what that was supposed to be. Is that supposed to be a machete? No, it's like a falchion or whatever. It yeah, was like a some some weird ass like Persian weapon. But it was like a prop, so he was literally just fighting with a toy sword. And it's like, oh okay, you're God. clashing with this fucking pitchfork. The f- and it's just, oh, dude. The choreography was so basic. It, that was, it was so cool, student though, film. Dude. Like, that was something you and I could shoot. When he does the, f- this was the most, this was the worst by far for me, was when they do the falling off the stairs. The pitchfork <laughs> is supposed to be stabbed into him, right? Yeah. But you can clearly see the end of it. He's, He's just holding, holding it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, falls back, but it cuts immediately. Then he's on the ground. The pitchfork's still supposed to be, like, inside of him, stick it up, but it's just on the other side of him. So when Roger comes to, like, see if he's okay, he's supposed to be, like, pulling out the pitchfork, but really he's just moving it aside. Oh, it's so <laughs> bad. Well, dude, you know what it was? It was the impact. It, it, it lodged it out of him. But then why is it still sticking straight up? Dude, don't be criticizing such a fucking grand cinematographer, or such a fucking choreographer, wait, choreographed, oh my god, don't be criticizing such a perfectly choreographed fight. All right? Why wouldn't they just shoot that again where you can see both ends of the pitchfork, the guy's just holding it as he's falling down, the, falling over the stairs. Hey, power's in the blood, Jordan. You could use some blood <laughs> magic to pull that out. And why is he also protecting... Vera, he's literally in the process of telling her no one could save you tonight. Like, you're going to die tonight. And then he pushes her out of the way to go fight someone. <laughs> fight the person with the mask. He's like, I'll protect you now. Well, I think... Dude, I... Fuck, you can't... Dude, I can't be writing this movie for him. It's like... I don't know what to tell you other than just like... I feel like he was like, get out of my way, bitch. Unless he's trying to... Like, is he worried that the mom is going to steal all his kills? Well, no, I mean, the mom just kind of fucking ices him. <laughs> it's cold as I, and, like, here's the thing, too. I mean, since you're the... Fu- yeah, I don't get why... Why does the... Why does the grandfather care so much about the grandchildren when, again... Dude, we're getting back into some fucking, like, Candyman lore. Why the fuck do you care about the second generation when you could just be fucking the first... Well, he did fuck the first, apparently, but... You know what I mean? If the power's in the blood, why waste a whole generation waiting when you could just get a perfectly fine vessel? 80s were a different time, man. That's just Grandpa. He's horny. And where's where's Grandma? Where's the mom of uh, Nora? Well, if you have to ask, I mean, couldn't you, you know, infer what happened? <laughs> she got the fuck out of there. She's like, this, family's, <laughs> this family is a wreck. Dude, I, I mean, fuck. Well, why, why couldn't the mom just do that? Why couldn't she just fucking ice grandpa, like straight away, dude? You fucking grow up in this like satanic cult, dad. For whatever reason, he's a part of the cult. It, it I don't know, man. It's just fucking whack. What if the daughter is the grandma? Because you know he's into young ones. So, how the fuck was she born? Exactly. And that's why we need a sequel. Exactly. A fucking prequel, man. Well, I'll cover the couple tidbits I have. I have one where Tommy has... These might be good movies to revisit, too. 
at some point. He has Dead End Drive-In and from 1986 and Season of the Witch, 1972, movie poster in his like gym. And the other one, I'm just obviously guessing, is a Carrie reference because the one who we see only at the party who gets killed, her name is Carrie. And it's obviously because like, okay, I mean, it's like it looks like a prom basically in a gym. It's a party. Mm-hmm. It's like just an obvious reference. Um, that's really the only things I got. You know, and that's unfortunate because I know uh, Joe Ball Briggs does like the drive-in movie show on Shudder, and I think he did an episode on this one. I wish I would have watched it because it probably would have had interesting facts. So probably missing some interesting stuff there. Uh, but this are uh, probably our beefiest section is the section we got to get into. We got to. Yeah, finish it out. We we gotta let it run its course. No, not like this. Not like this. I see it. This is wrong. Nothing I can do. It's gotta run its course now. Fun fact: that's actually behind the scenes audio of the uh, main actor who plays Amanda and uh, the director of this movie. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, dude, sorry about that. I, I nearly just fucking dead ass fell asleep. Uh, wow. So what where do you want to start with it? I mean we've touched a bunch on it, but dude start throwing out some plot holes, continuity stuff. There's plenty Bro, of give me a minute. L- l- let me pull out the fucking <laughs> let me pull out the full library of shit I have to say about this. The give tone. me one moment, guys. I mean we got the, I mean, this could go on effects too. Just the de aging of Grandpa when we find out it's a flashback. I thought that was so funny. Uh, okay, All right. but he's still everybody like, like the mom looks the exact same. The Grandpa looks the same, but they purposely make him remove his hat. So you know, dude, she gets older throughout the fucking movie. Like you notice her fucking like laugh marks and shit like that. It's just weird. Maybe they forgot because she doesn't look makeup. old. Like right after the whole uh, flat, like right after the whole flashback to the present, she doesn't really look aged at all. But it's only until like literally, <laughs> like when you go from middle to climax that she gets older and older until like she literally just looks like a corpse <laughs> at her final moment with uh, Tommy. Good movies take years to make, dude. Well, yeah, I do like. I thought I did. I gave it credit in the beginning too, because the grandpa and his de-aged when he still has full hair, but it's only thirteen years ago. Like he didn't start balding till he was sixty. But we'll pass that by. He has a ton when he's in his cape thing and he kills Bill. Oh, kill Bill! Um, he's got Please, super dude. caked on white makeup, and I thought he's white facing. He is white facing. Another one, dude. And who started? Well, no. Here, here's the th- here's the one thing I'll give credit to. Uh. All Hallows' Eve, dude, Art the Clown, I definitely feel like is a full inspiration of High Pike's grandfather. Yeah, I mean, the roots just go back. Every movie, name name a horror movie that you love, and I'll tell you how it drew from Hack-A-Lantern. The thing? Hack-A-Lantern. <laughs> just <laughs> say Hack-A-Lantern. <laughs> Hack-A-Lantern. <laughs> Enough said, dude. Because, no, here's the thing. The horror of the thing is, you know, mistrust, uh, unease. I'm feeling that the whole movie, dude. I thought I could trust Grandpa the entire time, bro. The thing he's might just have spitting been... life facts like, hey, blood's good for you, power in the blood. You know, I, I swear to God, I would have thought he would have been just a neo-Nazi, but I'll be damned. No, he was a Satanist, bro. I mean, here's the thing. He's not. Guard. I mean, we don't want to draw conclusions. He might still be a neo-Nazi. 
I don't know, dude. I'll be real. At first, that whole fucking amulet that Tommy got. Uh, oh, the one that has no bearing whatsoever. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I dead ass thought that was like a fucking. Uh, I thought that was a uh, swastika amulet. <laughs> I, I genuinely thought it was a, because uh, it's weird. It's not the same as uh, his grandfather's because his grandfather's is like black and white with like a black star or whatever, right? Oh, like a pentagram. Yeah, like a yeah, like a pentagram, but it's like a filled in pentagram. But uh, I, I, dude, when I saw the grandfather's and then I saw his, I dead ass thought that they were just swastikas. I'm like, are they really just taking this approach now? <laughs> like, shit. That would have been a twist. That would have been interesting. Yeah, he's a Nazi. He just starts fucking fluently just screaming in Nazi. Or, sorry, <laughs> Nazi. I wish, if they went that ridiculous, though, gosh, this movie would be legendary. It would be fucking awesome. I, honestly, if they went, like, the full comedy route of, like, yeah, Nazis are... Like, okay, and here's, like, a thing, too. I already asked this earlier, but I'm still so curious. Why the fuck did they settle with Hack-O-Lantern? Just because it sounds cool. I mean, it sounds way cooler than it is. It's yeah, a great like, name. And, like, the whole pumpkin thing that they had in the beginning, I, I thought they were going to do some weird shit where, like, what what he got in his childhood wasn't, like, an amulet, but it was, like, a pumpkin seed or something, so it was going to be, like, seeds of the devil or some shit, and you are going to create, like... I don't know, like pumpkin slashers or whatever. I was giving this movie way too much credit because I was just fucking fooled. Something, because it's called Hack-O-Lantern. We start off the movie with the pumpkin truck and him giving him a pumpkin that he's not supposed to give him, and then he cuts himself and he bleeds around the pumpkin. Like All that stuff seemed very... um, Yeah, wouldn't it make sense if Power in the Blood, he gave him pumpkin seeds to plant and then put his own blood into to then create, like, evil pumpkins or fucking, like, spawns of some kind of weird shit? Why wasn't he, like, a pumpkin cultist? I don't know. The only... They they also were just trying to capitalize on the Halloween thing, like Halloween had already done, because all their names had to do with Halloween. It was almost called Halloween Night, Hackalander, so they're, they're trying to just capitalize on that but i feel like halloween night would have been way more right because sorry because of the whole trope of like oh every Halloween or like i've been waiting so many halloweens for this but on halloween night like it doesn't even matter though they just say like oh bill died on halloween they killed him on halloween it doesn't matter what day it is though actually well like they're but their whole like random ass uh blood sacrament that they're doing a ritual or whatever the fuck is like supposed to happen on halloween for whatever fucking reason. Cause it's, it's just super, super fucking all over the place. That's the so part that feels like they're just like totally have n- no point to anything to do with Halloween, but they just want to market it that way. And look, they made it on <laughs> Shudder's playlist for Halloween movies. So it worked, I guess. <sighs> yeah, I know you're going to be watching this every October 31st. Yeah, dude, fuck Trick or Treat. Also, we got Hack a Lantern. The whole character development of like, I get that it's a misdirect of like Tommy is evil and all this stuff, but like they make him such a douche and then switch on you like, oh, actually, he's not a douche. Uh, Yeah. But like, no, he was. We're like, he's like super down to like kill people and like go with the devil. But then like when his sister's threatened, he's like, I can't. She's my sister, yeah. and then fucking run, just fucks off, and then gets a full character change, like full one eighty. It's super fucking weird. The same one that like barged in on her, and was like trying to track down her boyfriend, and was like freaking out, and then everyone just has super rage problems. Like she can't, she's my <laughs> sister. <laughs> like, dude, everyone cared about Vera. Who 
who was the main character in this? Was it Vera? Uh, who was like our actual main character? Because I, I don't, you can't even keep track. Vera, but also they were also trying to make it Tommy as part of that twist. I think like, oh no, he's actually the good guy because then he goes mm-hmm. to his mom's side and stuff. So like, the other movies have done that much better. They just oh yeah, the, this was all over the place. Like I really just I could not tell you from fucking hip fire like oh yeah who so who's the main character and it's like oh well well uh bet no the mont no it's an ensemble like really just no one because fucking just trails off because like dude Uh, i guess i'm super spoiled because the last movies we watched had little fluff uh recently i've been watching a lot of other shows and shit like that that don't and like i dude i've been watching like netflix shows that don't have any fluff like they're just straight fucking story i need to brag dude What's up? No need to brag. I'm pff, sorry, dude. It's just your high flute dude, and taste. The future's now, old man. I can't handle fluff for a fucking movie called Hack a Lantern anymore. How come Vera's mind is absolutely blown when she finds out her grandpa's a killer? I thought like I isn't their mom throughout their entire life like very vocal about them not seeing their grandpa because he's bad. Yeah, well, I just don't. I don't know how or why they didn't just move away. And he's why like, did they stay? But why specifically? Remember when she finds out that it's her grandpa, not her brother, that's the killer at that part, and she's like, I always thought it'd be Tommy. It's like really <laughs> the guy who's like the grandpa who's hating obsessing on obsessing over Tommy. Yeah, and is obsessed with them and is like treats him as a special one and. It has a special bond, and your mom won't let you see him, and tells you he's bad. She's like, "What? Oh, I never thought my grandpa would be bad." That wants to fuck you, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Never would you have thought like maybe he's the fucking main antag. Yeah. Nah, it just. But was he even? <laughs> <laughs> maybe he was the main character. He wasn't my art. <laughs> You know what, man? And maybe that's why we need a sequel for this. We need to see who he was before he fucked his daughter. Um, do you want to talk about any of the tropes or anti-tropes? Wow, nice segue, dude. No, dude, I feel like this whole fucking movie is just, like, one inconsistent trope. Like, it's so hard to, like, almost kind of pick scene through scene of what's tropey because everything is just such a fucking blur to me. In terms of continuity, so I, I feel like we've covered the most through just talking about it before this segment. So I, I'm all good, bro. I'm reading through my notes on the tropes, and how do we not talk about Carrie? How she dies, like what <laughs> stabbed in the back. But before that, though, up. she's getting it a tie, which is the other example of having a full-blown conversation that's super intimate with someone in a mask that just happens to walk in the women's bathroom. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, tie this up for me. She's like, I met this great guy, blah, blah, blah. And then she has him tie her back, her corset, like loosen it. Mm-hmm. And he pulls it so tight, she like passes out. <laughs> Did you see that with the two little laces? I thought she stabbed her in the back and then she like, no. passed. Like, Before really, that, he pulled... She's trying to get him to tie it, so she's pulling the laces too tight, and like it zooms in, and like her boobs are like popping out because he's pulled it so tight, and then uh-huh. her eyes just roll back into her head. Like he pulled oh, those. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He pulled those corset strings so hard that she just passed out, and then stabs her. 
Well, yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, that was probably the most creative way to take down someone, just tying a corset, because those corsets do, like, fuck you up, especially when, like, tying it hard. But, to like, even, man, why out? knock her out and then kill her? To pass out from two little strings around your <laughs> chest? Well, it's wrapped around your whole body, so it's, like, crushing your lungs. It does do actual permanent damage to your body if over you time. for too long. Yeah, over time. But, like, bro, you got to think power in the blood, bro. He's strong enough to just rip that corset and just crush her, That's choke true. her out. You know, when you put it that way, the power is in the blood. Power in the blood. <laughs> Damn. You're starting to lose faith, man. That's it, man. On, That's dude. all I needed. You're right. Let me just delete that from <laughs> the record. Go. I'm editing See, this. Not even a trope, not even a plot contrivance. That's just there. <laughs> um. Wait, now I can save the rest of this stuff, though, now that we're talking about the ending, because I have oh. so many questions. Dude. So the mom only wanted to keep her family, right? And she kills... Supposedly, yeah. That's what she says, if we're to believe mm-hmm. her. And she mm-hmm. kills Beth and Carrie in the bathroom because they were going to potentially steal Roger away from her? Because she, she kills those two girls in the bathroom. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> no... Right? Wait, that was her? Yes, because remember the grandpa comes out. What? The grandpa comes from outside, and I'm like, the killer's in the closet. How the hell did he teleport outside? And that's when we find out, oh, it's two killers, because then the killer comes out of the bathroom. So the mom did kill those two girls. What the fuck? Because she only wanted to keep her family. So was she worried that Beth, who was super into her son, but only since like today... And then also, which I did think the mom found out about, but Carrie, like, literally just started flirting with them, like, a few minutes ago. And then there's a killer just standing in the corner being super creepy at the party. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing that's the mom. So she's watching over and being like, oh, someone's flirting with with him. Dude, I I don't even know. Because now, wow. I, I didn't even piece that together i for some reason i thought the mom came out of nowhere and just the killer teleported no the mom killed the girls wow because she's into incest they all are i don't even know what to say dude yeah i guess power in the blood that that's so what the fuck dude that man so does the mom just have nothing to so here's who's in on it does the mom have nothing to do with devil (laughs) worshiping or are they both devil worshipers and they're fighting over who gets tommy's blood like who gets the power, dude? I don't even know what. Like, what is the power? Because Tommy didn't even get the power. He bitched out last minute because he couldn't kill his sister. Yeah. So like, he doesn't even have the power. But like, dude, and that's a whole other fucking thing too. I just realized. Yeah, the grandpa doesn't give a shit anymore. That Tommy's just like no longer on their side. He's like, doesn't matter. I'm forced to do this now. So that whole like grooming process for 13 years has <laughs> literally led to nothing. He's like, oh, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. I just fucking put that together, too. And then, like, the mother's justified for dying, and then Tommy's like, I'm sorry, even though she literally just killed those two women. I mean, granted, Tommy doesn't know, but then we're supposed to feel bad about the mom. Even though she killed two girls for no reason. Yeah, for no reason. (laughs) No reason. If anything, she's way more evil than the grandpa. (sighs) I I don't know. She got fucked by her dad, so. By her grandpa. Oh, it is her dad. <laughs> yeah, so that, you know, I'm sold. different moral views. but I'm sold that Roger is the devil's son because the only times they play that song is when it's Tommy for the fake out 
but he's just waking up from a dream where he gets killed in. And then he does the toast. He says, welcome to the night, I think he says. <laughs> yeah. Like, or we welcome the night. And then yeah, the song, welcome the night. right after he says that, it cues. Like, that's the big reveal. And then it says, you're the devil's son is a song playing. So he is the devil's son. I don't, so, dude, so I don't know. I, he's, she, the mom is super possessive, not over Tommy, over Roger and those two girls flirting with him. So. No. I think, well, th- that's the, the whole other, fi- I feel like the whole Roger thing was just literally some, f- like, last minute bullshit some that they had shit. to just pull out of the fucking ground because, dude, there was no buildup. There was literally nothing. Literally nothing. The mom, the entire movie, only cared about Tommy. She didn't, like, she cared about Roger and, like, her other kids, but she was like, oh, but Tommy, though, when I want Tommy. Like, bitching about it, shit like that, getting all pouty over it. And then you're going to tell me, like, last minute, she's like, I just wanted her family together. And then Roger's the, like, devil's son. Dude, I don't know. Listen, I really man, don't know. If good movies make you think. And if that's not the kind of movies you want to do on this podcast, I don't know. I don't know what we're fuck, doing here. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> fuck off. You want it easy, dude. dude. You want it like, spoon I'll be fed real. to you. Dude, <laughs> dude, do not fucking start this bit with me, Jordan. I'm loving this that, bit. That whole, dude, I feel like power in the blood. You're the, dude, you're the devil's son. It, it's probably just like what it is. It's just like, yeah, you're just born to be this evil person. You're not conceived by the grandfather by all means. So you're just oh, you're just evil. Was Roger always a devil worshiper, or only after he found no, out not. the blood is the power is in the blood? Dude, it, another thing that Star Wars took from uh, Hack a Lantern, Mark he converted it. to the dark side after his fallen grandfather. Another one, Anakin. Yeah, who? he's like, dude. But like, so, I because what I'm curious about. Is I mean, granted, we don't need it. We don't need like all that characterization about the other cult people. But like, who the fuck are they? This random ass people. <laughs> we don't following. Know. That's why. Did the mom already have a costume, or did she steal it from someone else? I would assume they're all devil worshippers in that case. If she had a full mask and cloak, and everything. that is absolutely fucking true. What the fuck? And so does Roger. But that's so. But she does. No, I feel like well. Dude, he could have got one after he found out the powers in the blood. I'll give it that. Yeah, he he probably went into his closet and he's like, "Oh yeah, shit, I dressed up for this last year." <laughs> the powers in the blood, man, and that's really what changes Roger. Fuck! I, oh my god, I fucking can't with that quote. <laughs> I just hate how like that's the tagline because <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. This entire movie, there's no fucking con. There's no substance to that one-liner. Powers in the blood. I don't know, man. It's deep, man. It's not just some surface level. Here's what the movie is. You gotta, dude. I no, I swear to God, it's like saying the force is with you for Halloween. It's like that has no fucking substance whatsoever in this. The force is with you. The power. Yeah, the, the force blood. is with you, Michael. It's just uh, fucking power chokes people, st- like fucking pins them to walls and shit with a kitchen knife. Like fuck, dude. I cannot. I just want to like for all these plot holes, just be, you just answer like the powers in the blood, man. Powers in the blood. Well, because you fucking could. See, that's the genius of this motherfucker, Jog. Yeah, he's like, powers in the blood. Like, no, it's like, try to criticize this movie, and it's like, powers in the blood. Did you not hear? That's the quote of the movie. Hello? Oh, yeah, I he's get like, what you're saying, but also, the power is in the blood. So. Yeah, like, okay, I, I understand where the confusion is, and it, let me clarify for you. Powers <laughs> in the blood. 
All right. Uh, oh, I mean, okay. we've said it a handful of times throughout the movie. So, if, I mean, if you really look back and think, you know, frame by frame, if you want to nitpick, dude, why don't you pay attention to the fucking dialogue? You know, the substance of the movie, powers in the blood. Fuck off, dude. Don't even try to pretend like you're a film critic. And if you it's forget, literally how they can answer it. When you're leaving, it's that impregnable defense. You just can't fucking break it. You could just look at the movie poster too. Oh, the powers in the blood. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, well, fuck. That's a big spoiler. <laughs> fuck me, not dude, Jordan. Now I. Well, it's a spoiler, but it's like you don't know it's a spoiler until the end of the movie. That's the thing. True genius. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, dude. Powers I love in the that. blood. You never knew until you're like, oh, dude, you just gets blood's good for you. It's that fucking iron. Yeah. So what <laughs> does the eating levels. the blood have to do with it? Power in the blood. <laughs> it's the power of the Jordan. We just fucking talked about this, Damn, dude. Damn, you're right. It's good for you. Power's in the blood. Well, I want to ask you, too, real quick, before we send it back. Uh, did you want a sequel? Dude, you know what? I had the luxury of not paying for this movie to watch it. Uh, but I'd be damned to see. I want. I want to see the blood go full power. I want to see the full power of the blood. Okay, I mean, the- give me give me a sequel. Give me I want like either a prequel or a, a prequel. modern modern remake of this. You know what? I'm yes. with you if it's just as ridiculous and vague. Like I, that's really hard to they recreate. Better, they better go scary movie on this sequel. I'm not even joking about this part. Like, do you know how hard it is to like be this vague and confusing? Like, this is almost like savant level stuff dude <laughs> you know <laughs> to actually do this <laughs> is impressive dude, dude n- oh my god if you god. try to do this intentionally you would fuck it up and it would be a shit show and very obvious like you'd probably actually end up making it intentionally funny like this thing does not give you any answers it doesn't tell you if it's joking or not like it's its own inside joke that you can't figure out and that is harder to recreate I think that's what pisses me off about this movie so much but, is that I just can't understand the comedic genius behind the power in the blood. And the power is in the blood because just like you said with incest, autism. And that is what you need to understand this movie. The power is in the blood. You just need to have that higher level thinking. Yeah. You need that syndrome of the down in your system. <laughs> He's that, the son of about. the devil. Dude, I... Man, damn! They really threw that one in our face, didn't it? Um, imagine, imagine though, in the sequel, AIDS is the fucking <laughs> like the the anti conductor of the power in the blood. The power so, in the blood. Yeah, no, I, dude. Oh my fuck! Imagine Hack Lantern being a fucking like HIV awareness movie. Bug chasers. You know what those are? Bug <laughs> chasers. <laughs> All right, dude. We can, can we send this shit back to hell? Yeah, that will send it. Can back we send to this where, blood back to hell? Send it back to wherever hell it came from. Can't you stop this? Can't you call it off? Nothing can call it off. But I'm gonna send it back to whatever hell it come from. All these transitions work so good for this movie. Powers in the blood. That's why. <laughs> that's true. Respect. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has a has a thirty six percent audience score. There's no tomato meter. Critics are not viewing this. They can't grasp it. I'd love to see a critic try it's to watch this. Too it. fucking. It's too complex. Too real. They don't. It's too deep. They don't want that. Um, IMDb has a four point seven, which actually feels really high. Yeah. 
That is extremely fucking high. But this thing has, I mean, if you read reviews, everybody who likes this movie, and people do really like this movie, it's because of everything we just talked about. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I really think it's almost like a, it's not as insane as Bollywood, but it is very Bollywood-like in a weird way. And that's why I'm giving this movie a 10. Your turn. Well, uh, wow. You, you <laughs> threw out a lot. You, you really threw out a fucking plot twist on me, dude. I should have held it. Really? No, I'm not Shooting giving Shooting a shot that early, I'm not dude. giving it a 10. But you want me to go first? Fuck it. Yeah, Jordan, I want you to go first, man. What, what, what do you think this movie deserves? I'm giving it a 4, which I know might be okay. high. Um, but, jeez, if it's not weirdly real like entertaining and like actually rewatchable i would totally Did watch you, were you just about to say it's weirdly real it's weirdly <laughs> it's weirdly real dude i can relate to it's this it's weirdly the realest shit i've ever seen <laughs> bro it captures okay. my childhood my right now my old you know age. when i see this movie i think a nine mile i just really relate to that grandpa you know <laughs> I, I feel that I, I didn't know you groomed your own uh, grandchildren <laughs> jordan like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But yeah, I'm giving it a four just because it's so ridiculous. And for all those reasons I said, like, I don't know what the intentions were. We can't even ask the director anymore. So, like, this is a very special piece. This is a very profound. Gosh. I don't even know what to say about it, but that, like, I love it, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I have feelings of love lust even i i think i might have found my own power within the blood oh maybe that's what it is dude maybe the power in the blood wasn't the end of the journey but the friends we made along the way yeah it's all the blood it's the blood that rushes to your brain when you're trying to think about it it's the blood that rushes to your dick it's all the blood of those not related to you i mean that's a lot of power and it is clearly in the blood what are you giving it Dude, you know, I got to take one from X's book. This is kind of just like that pineapple in the bush, man. Like, (laughs) this shit, you know what I mean? Like, there's there's nothing much else I can really say other than just, like, I was going to give it. (sighs) We hyped up this movie so much, I feel like I I can't give it any lower than a four. Because I feel like, honestly... There are really entertaining parts of this. Like, this would be an amazing drinking game movie. Like, I feel like you'd be so close on the edge, like the edge of alcohol poisoning. You know, it would be a good part to drink for that mm. I didn't mention the amount of times that they say they call each other by their relations. Like, they think you're going to forget. They keep saying, like, my brother, my grandfather, my sister, my mother. They're always like referring to each other so many times. I'm like, we know. I'll be real. I'm kind of glad they did that, though, because I would have lost track. I'll be dead-ass, Jordan. I was Not when you're 40 minutes into the movie. Watch. You're like, I know. Can we also can we also talk about how literally uh, Vera and Beth were talking? Like, Vera was just like, so, how is my brother's cock? And she's like, <laughs> oh, fucking awesome. Like, I don't know about you. I don't think I'd ever talk about my siblings, like, I know. little dangly bits. But, but that... See, Jordan, now I hate to say it, but I think that proves your point. I think this whole family is a bunch of satanic perverts. fucking incest perverts. Yeah. <laughs> well, and- Also, another another actually small little tidbit, too. Uh, the geisha, uh, the girl that was dressed up as the geisha, 
and shit. Is that like some? She actually. Are you? Why are you saying geisha? Are you trying to say it like? Is that some weird? What's it called? It's like a Jap- It's a Japanese prostitute. It's uh, geisha, isn't it? Geisha, geisha. I yeah. thought you were doing it like this is actually the correct way people say geisha, but it's no, it's like tomato, tomato. Okay, but um, yeah, uh, like, I might have actually just mispronounced it. Okay, but... no, like, don't drop that weeaboo shit on me now. No, nah, dude, not yet. No, not for this movie. <laughs> Powers in the blood for this one. Yeah, uh, but she actually speaks in Japanese. Oh, it's and real? I was like, how? The, I was like, really? You're actually gonna drop like some different like, like they speak two different languages. There's Japanese, and then I think someone speaks like, I want to say. Some dead language, <laughs> maybe a lot. Yeah, maybe a lot. No, like the, so there's actually like multilingual lines in this, and I was very surprised to how they actually spoke Japanese. I'm like, bro, I thought Japan was discovered in like 1990s, man. What is this? Like, can I? It was throw weird. There's like two one? people dressed up in like Japanese costumes, and I'm like, hello. There's another really weird. Like, did you see when Brian and Vera kiss, and they look like aliens? <laughs> it's the weirdest scene I've ever seen. <laughs> it makes no sense. It's like, are you talking about when they're at like the weird like farmers market or whatever outside? No, right before or right after? it's right after the grandpa like hits on her. Oh, I don't know where they're at. They're they look like it's like a weird farm, like farmers market or farm, like a barn area. I was almost thinking like outside like a church or weird. something. Maybe I don't know, dude. It's so weird. I almost want to go back and watch it. You gotta look at. It. It's like, what are they doing? They're like heads are all like confused and like it's so awkward. Oh, 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 dude, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't know, yeah, but th- this whole movie definitely and like it, in no disrespectful way at all saying this, a, a lot of the times I kept seeing this like certain parts and I was like, man, I really like I deadass could do this better. Wow, like there's just claim. so many things that like me and you could recreate, like that kissing scene, dude. I feel like we got that down pat, Jordan. We can You're really, really make a fucking awesome one. Just the like genius that goes into it. And how about like the deep commentary being made of this movie about the subpar training and tactics the police force get for dealing with potential threats and you know de escalating <laughs> issues? Can we talk about the stand up as well? I, that's the, the other thing. Circle? Dude, we gotta take notes, Jordan. That was funny as fuck, man. I have these notes in here that I'm like, wait. Because I literally have a section that says weird scenes because th- this is the first time <laughs> none of these parts Prolific, fit in. I think you mean? This stuff just doesn't fit into the outline. We don't have things for like, what the hell was that it section? Yeah. But no, but I was making a joke about though, yeah. about the subpar training. The police training. With the cops just run up, he, or Roger just runs up and pulls a gun on a bunch of kids. <laughs> <laughs> and then his fucking, his babe is like, yeah, he was going to shoot you guys. Yeah, Get out funny. of here, rascals. Like, And Beth, in this instance, represents the state, turning a blind eye and allowing this type of behavior. So there's deep commentary. Incredibly deep commentary, yes, absolutely. And, you're not, and you can we talk about up? the whole turkey three days before Thanksgiving uh, commentary? Wait, what? This sounds familiar. Yeah, when he was in the... the Like, literally, it was like a... Dude, imagine, like, the nine-mile oh, fucking, oh, like, wrap-off. Yeah, and he's surrounded by all these fucking hype beasts. And he's fucking, like, dude, he's doing some weird-ass, like... He had These me. jokes are just not landing. He's huh? definitely a comedian. He's a stand-up comedian. He has to be. Especially since, what's his name, High Pike did comedy. So maybe it's one of his friends that just this threw in there. It is so out of context. We're deep in the movie at this point. And you just have a guy walk outside and start doing a stand-up routine with the pauses and the jokes. He's doing like an 80s stand-up comedy. And the the one he does at first is actually funny with the 
the nudie mags he's talking about. That oh, I didn't. I, I mean, it's not like, <laughs> but but it's kind of like a like a scoff, like a all right. yeah, and it was actually like topical. I can't remember why he was talking about nudie bags, but it made sense to whatever the context was. And then he just starts talking about yeah, it's Halloween. He's talking about a turkey and he's acting it out of a turkey getting hunted. He's doing all these silly faces, flopping around. It's the most bizarre shit. This this movie will drive you mad, dude. You know, it was the power in his blood as a comedian. Power is in the blood. Well, yeah. And I feel like that, that goes to show and not only literally display, but more of a metaphorical sense by extension. I, I think everyone's blood has its own power. And, dude, this could be literally turned into like a fucking manga, like, a, like, a, like an actual Japanese series where everybody's blood you can either be like a pedophile you could be a fucking you could be an incel a satanic cultist it, it, it just it's so diverse but the powers in the blood though that's the main that's the main uh contributing factor i would watch a 10 season show about this yeah no i feel like well because here's the thing you'd all you'd always have to introduce new characters both good and bad i wonder if they're gonna resurrect the grandfather uh, obviously not the same actor, but he's gonna he's gonna come back as like the main antagonist in the tenth season for like the season finale. Just for that fan shout out. Just for that, sh- yeah, just for that, and he's gonna bang his dead daughter. <laughs> 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 and uh, you know what? It, it is gonna be such a big fucking plot twist, and <laughs> he's gonna be fucking her on camera, Jordan. And he's gonna be he's gonna look at the camera right into the audience eyes and be like, "Powers in the blood." <laughs> Right, <laughs> he's like powers in the blood, powers in the blood, <laughs> blood, and does that fucking like and then the little hand symbol he does. This is the ceremonies of the blood. I'm trying to do the list. And then Tommy's gonna come back, dude. Tommy's gonna be like Ash. It's gonna be like Ash versus the Evil Dead. He's gonna have a fucking shotgun like at the ready. But he, yet he's still an absolute douche, but he's supposed to be the protagonist, and you just hate Dude, him. Dude, I had such Terminator vibes. I don't know why. Maybe it was his thick-ass lips and his fucking shades, but I was like, Dude, okay, are you going to pull out a fucking Winchester or some shit at any point and like, shoot your grandfather? <laughs> What's the message like, they're trying to send? Like, incest makes you a hunk. Incest makes you fucking powerful. Makes you yoked and fucking you know, lifting yeah. crazy weights. And like Dude, have a cool hot yeah, girlfriend. All the, those fucking ten pound uh, dumbbells right there, just like fucking yeah, man. This is the setup for that movie he was talking about with the child brides and stuff that he did in two thousand. This is the setup because like, and you might watch this if you're young enough and be impressionable and be like, incest is cool. Dude, that's pretty awesome. You know what? Maybe that movie was just a direct manifestation of Indian politics back then. Mm. <laughs> now that's interesting. <laughs> power is in the blood over there dude. see holy shit jordan this movie is a lot deep. this cuts deeper than we thought gosh I'll, are we saying this makes it into the house of horrors though no nah, i just hit you with that. I, i'll be real i don't think our house of a thousand horrors is worthy for this damn dude i would have gone with you either way because i would say yes but are we, is the power in our blood <laughs> i don't think we fucked enough of our relatives to really get a that's true. Damn, we're get, really going to get a good leave. threshold for this movie. We're going to leave this out though. What what touches this? You know, man, it got you thinking. It got me thinking, but I'll tell you what, guys, for our next movie, I think we're going to go something a little a little bit of a lesser standard. 
Uh, it's going to be my pick. Wait, are we next, saying this doesn't episode. make it in, though? No, of course. Dude, do you think our house is worthy for its fucking presence? Damn. All right. I just told you, Jordan, we have not fucked our relatives enough to get that threshold of power in our blood. Well... We're not powerful enough. Maybe we can revisit this another time. We're not... Um this we don't have a process for dealing with a tiebreaker, so I'll just go with you on no. But maybe we can oh, revisit. Really, that you want this in the house of a thousand horses? I could you go really yes. think we're worthy enough. I could go yes, but you know what? We'll say no. That's fine. Right, thank you. <laughs> See, we're gonna have to make a side pod. We're gonna have to make a side cast of this, and we're gonna have like a discussion. We're gonna bring in like five of our friends each, have a whole political debate. I just can't imagine nine hundred ninety nine movies better than this. But hey, it, it, your call, man. Uh, you know, uh, dude. It's your show. It's house. your world, man. We're just living in it. What's our next? What's our next uh, episode? <laughs> well, I'm so glad you asked me, Jordan. Uh, our next episode, we're going to be watching 31. Oh, finally doing a Rob Zombie movie. Yeah, and surprisingly, it's not your pick. Uh, I found this right, actually, right before we watched Trick or Treat, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? This like from the front cover alone, it looked a lot like uh, the Dark Knight." Uh, the beginning clown masks and shit like that. So I was thinking, is this like a crime movie? Because I was thinking of a game called Payday, and I was thinking of The Dark Knight, and I'm like, huh. So I looked it up briefly, seeing if it was actually a horror movie, and it was a Rob Zombie movie, so immediately already off the gate, I'm like, all right, this is fucking horror. I was like, Let- let's go check this out. So I know nothing of this movie going into it. So, Well, I have seen it, so I'll be our um, resident know-it-all for that episode. Okay, good. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that, man. Why don't we get some five-star reviews? That'd be cool. Yeah, guys, please. Um, Especially uh, after this episode, I feel like this was probably our best episode so far on the podcast. Uh, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling like yeah. maybe the power's in our blood. I wouldn't go that far. Jordan, I can't. <laughs> okay. I was just throwing it up there. When, when have you fucked your mom lately? I, I didn't say At I was all? right, man. I was just saying, like, I felt like... Where's your power, then? Where's your power? Like, what it must feel like to have power yeah. maybe in my blood. Or Stop living in a fucking fantasy. Okay, dude. I was just... Insane, like, dude, maybe that's what it kind of felt like. Maybe. Maybe. You don't know. You don't know. I don't know. <laughs> There's only one way to find out, actually. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> you want to be the fucking... Uh, the pioneer. Well, listen. Don't, okay. If you use this yeah. movie as a guide book, you're going to be doing some weird shit. I'll say that. Weird shit. I, I think you mean uh, some some prophet esque shit. The second coming of our Wait, Lord. Wait, was this a documentary? Maybe? I couldn't tell. You know, per, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right, maybe. <laughs> You could also email us at house of 1000 the number horrors at gmail.com. Uh, you know, send us your explanation of whether the power is in your blood or not, and we'll determine whether that's true or not. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll have a contest actually. Um, and if we get enough submissions, we'll release the most uh, canon material written to us in emails of what power of the blood really means and riley will show you a picture of his butthole and that's yeah i will guaranteed. i will with any if email, we do if we get that email if we if get, we get an email a five-star please. review that's a guarantee that's a and that's on <laughs> god yeah, an email five-star review and then a full-on essay of power in the blood that would be very appreciated guys well 
on that note until next time on 31 see you later all right see you guys